turned restlessly. He sought solutions where there seemed none. His voice said vespers by rote, but his thoughts flew helter-skelter. If only there were a way, a master plan. If only one could turn, for example, to the proper of saints, for example, to the twenty-first day of January, let's say, the same day of St. Agnes, virgin and martyr, and find there the morning prayer. My Lord Jesus Christ has espoused me with his ring. He has crowned me like a bride. And then the directions to recite the Psalms and Canticle from Sunday, week one on page 556, all so simple. O God, you are my God, for you I long. But no, there was no such mortal scheme. You took your problems as they came. You tried to sort them out as you walked over stones laid a century and more ago in a part of the city now gone to ruin. The hateful threats in the rectory. This is blackmail, blackmail. The pounding at the central portal doors. The black boy running into the church seeking sanctuary. Hey, man, help me! They gonna kill me! Blood running down his face. Gone to ruin. All to ruin. Graffiti on the massive stones of the church. Barbarians on ponies storming the gates. Almost six weeks since all of that. Today was the 24th of May, the day of ascension. All that time, almost six weeks, and he was still on his knees to— I came forth from the Father, and have come into the world. Now I leave the world to return to the Father. Hallelujah. There was a sweet scent of roses on the evening air. The roses were his pleasure and his vice. He tended them the way he tended the Lord's flock. Something still and silent about tonight. Well, a Thursday. The name itself, something dusky about the name. Thursday, as soft and silken as sunset. Thursday. God is rich in mercy because of his great love for us. I'll tell, I'll tell everything. The boy's blood dripping on the marble floor before the altar, the vengeful cries echoing inside the church, still on his knees. By this favor are you saved, both with and in Christ Jesus. He raised us up and gave us a place in the heavens. Beyond the high stone walls of the garden, the priest could see the sooted upper stories of the buildings across the street, and yet above those, beyond those, the sunset-streaked springtime sky. The aroma of the roses was overpowering. As he moved past the big maples set exactly at the center of the garden, a stone bench circling it, he felt a sudden suffusion of love for the roses, for the glorious sunset, for the power of the words that soared silently in his prayers. God, our Father, make us joyful in the ascension of your Son, Jesus Christ. May we follow him into the new creation, for his ascension is our glory and our hope. We ask, and noticed all at once that the gate in the wall was open,
standing wide, the setting sun striking it so that it cast a long, arched shadow that reached almost to the maple itself. He had thought. Or surely Martha would have. He moved swiftly to the gate, painted a bilious green by a tasteless long-ago priest, and yet again recently with red graffiti on the side facing the street. The gate was wooden and some four inches thick, arched at its highest point a good foot above the stone walls on either side of it, an architectural touch that further displeased the priest's meticulous eye. The narrow golden path of sun on the ground grew narrower yet as he swung the gate closed on its old wrought-iron hinges. Narrower, narrower, and then was gone entirely. Ale